The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. Hero first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country. Those who die in the line of duty or are catastrophically injured. Veterans who fought for our nation's freedom only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo, New York firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young children, catastrophically injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that has historically delivered sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Team, welcome to the Freedom Hut Tuesday, July 5th edition of the program. A mass shooting in Highland Park in Illinois uh, with people killed by another maniacal lunatic shooter and the calls for gun control and the political maneuvering of people trying to score points here already underway we'll discuss that plus seven killed uh 29 others shot over the weekend just in chicago alone the violence continuing to spiral out of control in that city uh ohio police officers released a, a body camera footage of a 25 year old black man who was shot by eight officers uh, we'll discuss that situation Plus, Gavin Newsom launches ads urging Floridians to leave for California. And Buck gets more attention than he bargained for with a tweet in Asheville, North Carolina. 
um, or perhaps more more than I anticipated. I, I, I can always bargain for whatever the crazy commies throw at me. We will get into all of that, my friends. That is all coming up here in just a moment. If you're like me, you believe it is your right to bear arms. 72 million Americans say they're firearm owners. In 2021, 5 million Americans got their first firearm. When you use a suppressor with your firearm, you'll vastly improve your shooting experience. Suppressors protect your hearing by reducing the sound and improve your accuracy by reducing recoil. To get your suppressor, connect with my friends at Silencer Shop. They're a Texas-based company founded in 2010 and have grown to become the nation's largest distributor of suppressors. Silencer Shop has 28,000 Trustpilot reviews at silencershop.com. You can order a suppressor online or located powered by a Silencer Shop dealer. There's probably one near you. Silencer Shop makes it easy for your suppressor, short barrel rifle, or any items that need an NFA tax stamp. Tap into Silencer Shop for your ATFE Form 4. You'll get it faster than ever. Expect your approval in 90 days. SilencerShop.com. It's the easiest way to get a suppressor. SilencerShop.com. So here we have... Over the weekend, we're all hoping we could just have a holiday weekend where the American people get to celebrate and be together and tragedy, uh, tragedy hits. Uh, You have this mass shooter who I I do agree with the uh, the calls for not naming and not uh, publicizing widely or, or unnecessarily these these mass shooters. I mean, this individual Quite frankly, you you look at him, you look at a photo of him and you say, this person's crazy. I mean, he looks like a person who is deeply mentally ill. And that's before you see his rap videos and everything else. I mean, this is someone who is just deranged, honestly. And there are people who, unfortunately, uh, in a world of over seven billion of us, there are going to be deranged individuals out there now. We can't just discuss that. No, instead, what, we, what happens here is a, a conversation um, that occurs around gun control. And immediately, immediately, they launch into telling us uh, that this means there needs to be more gun control. Now, some of us will recall that we just had a gun control debate after a mass shooting. And some Republican senators decided to go along with this. And the rest of us were saying that won't stop any shootings and it won't even stop the Democrats from demanding more of these gun control laws. We, we were just saying this. I mean, that feels like it was a week ago. We we're having maybe two weeks ago. We we're having this conversation. And here we are. And now they are demanding more gun control. Now, let's just take a moment and think uh, you have a host of laws in the state of Illinois, including red flag laws already in place. The shooter was 22. He legally purchased his firearm and nothing that was recently done in the so-called bipartisan gun control package would have stopped this individual. Unless you are going to rely on the state to be much more efficient and much more accurate in assessing dangerous mental health cases that is the only thing that i can see here that or confiscate guns from 70 million americans right which is not going to happen and the libs need to just stop living in this crazy fantasy land of one day we're just going to take all of the guns you're not going to get them libs it's not going to happen so we have to work within the 
existing society that we have, you have somebody who is clearly insane. He was on the radar of law enforcement. Now let's have a conversation. Let's say, do we want to make it easier for this state to involuntarily commit people like this individual? Now, that's going to mean men and women with guns show up in the name of the state and arrest this person effectively for mental health reasons and lock him away. How long do we lock this person away? How does he prove if he is no longer a threat? Is it a life imprisonment because he was clearly deranged at 22? What are the rules? By the way, I'm not suggesting these are unanswerable questions. I'm sure there are people that do have suggestions and answers for them. What I'm saying is this is the real conversation. If you want to try to avoid these situations, I also think, and this is just a, a sense that I have, this is my assessment, Uh, But I believe strongly in it, so I will share it with you. I think that the madness of the pandemic and the amplification of fear, anxiety, panic, and despair through social media for the purposes of political control has made mental health deteriorate on a massive scale, the likes of which we haven't seen in our lifetimes. And I think that for a lot of people, obviously what that means is they're maybe a little more depressed, a little, you know, they have to spend a little more time working on their, because we're all, we're all dealing with ups and downs of mental health. There's no such thing. No one's in a stable state of the exact same mental health or, or emotional health feelings all the time. That's just not how human beings are. The point is, you know, if 10 is the happiest you've ever been in your life and one is, you know, deeply suicidal and or a danger to other people, you know, we want to keep everybody at like, a, you know, a, a six to a nine, a seven to a nine. You know, you want to keep people, generally the population, feeling pretty good, feeling pretty stable, secure. That's the goal, right? Well, I think for people who are already very low on the scale of mental health durability and emotional stability, I think the pandemic has really damaged them. I think the separation from other human beings, I think the constant we're all going to die we're all going to die unless we obey all these dictates of the state and by the way those dictates of the state did nothing to protect us nothing but they did it anyway and i think that people who were close to the edge a lot of them have been pushed over i cannot prove this to you this is my assessment this is my analysis but if someone's asking me why does it seem like this is getting worse why have we seen so many of these kinds of shootings in the last year last 18 months particularly i would offer that as a that is a hypothesis it is a hypothesis i cannot prove it but i i would argue that that may be true something else that i would argue is definitely true is that the libs are running around using this to score cheap political points right away and all the things that they say all the arguments they raise about gun control aren't actually going to do anything here is The governor of Illinois, Pritzker, saying, no, let's politicize this right away. Play. If you're angry today, I'm here to tell you, be angry. I'm furious. I'm furious that yet more innocent lives were taken by gun violence. I'm furious that their loved ones are forever broken by what took place today. I'm furious that children and their families have been traumatized. I'm furious that this is happening in communities all across Illinois and America. I'm furious because it does not have to be this way. And yet we as a nation, well, we continue to allow this to happen. 
Chicago, by the way, I have updated numbers here. This is in this is the primary city and the Democrat stronghold in the state of Illinois. Seventy one people were shot and eight were killed in Fourth of July weekend violence. That's separate from the Highland Park massacre as far as these numbers are being uh, tabulated. And I will correct this if for some reason I am um, I am incorrect here. No, it was across the city of Chicago. Seventy one people were shot. They weren't shot by maniacal social media posting wannabe rapper tattooed on the face blue haired maniacs. That guy was that uh, that was the Highland Park mass murderer. No, they were shot overwhelmingly by gang members. Disproportionately, both the perpetrator and the targets are African-American residents of the city of Chicago. The people being shot are disproportionately black. The people doing the shooting in Chicago are disproportionately black. And so is there the, the sense of media urgency to deal with this problem? No. Now, what would banning assault rifles do? All the shootings that happened in the city of Chicago involve handguns. And now they say, well, we need to make stricter background checks. Legal concealed carry permit holders are, by the numbers, more law-abiding not only than your average American. They are more law-abiding than law enforcement. But they think if they make it a little more annoying, a little harder for people to conceal carry... Uh, legally, that then they're they're going to somehow protect us. The bad guys have the guns. This, this is what the libs need, need to get through their heads. The bad guys have them because they get them illegally. They break the law to get the gun, and then they use the gun against defenseless people, law-abiding people within the population. So we're not going to play this game where they get to say, "Oh, we're just gonna we're just gonna make it harder and harder for you to legally get a gun." Illegally getting guns is not difficult, clearly. Clearly. People who are willing to break the law are going to keep breaking the law. Why is it? I mean, ask yourself this question. The city of Chicago has much worse violence than the cities of Houston and Dallas, which are in Texas, which have far more, uh, far more Second Amendment supportive laws. Why is Chicago so much worse? The problem with Chicago is not other states having lax gun laws. The problem with gun violence in Chicago is there are too many criminals in Chicago who get away with this stuff, who are treated softly by the prosecutors. There are too many criminals on the streets. That is the problem with Chicago. We all know it. Okay, there are plenty of other places. Getting Getting a gun in Nevada is really easy. Why aren't there the same levels of, of murders in San Francisco or in Los Angeles, right next door to Nevada? They keep saying, oh, it's about permissive gun laws in other states. No, it's about criminals in the state run by Democrats. That's the problem with the city shootings in Chicago, and that's something that we uh, need to address here. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold off on until we get more details. I just want to note that there was a... Uh, body camera footage of an individual running from police who police claim had already shot at them and did have a gun, but he dropped the gun. He's running in the dark and he turned and they opened fire and there were marches about this. I'm sure we're going to return to this story. I just want to note that that happened over the weekend. I'm going to watch that video closely this week. I'm going to look at all of the uh, eyewitness and police reporting because 
I think this is another time where they're going to tell us, oh, it was someone gunned down for no reason. And that's just not true. That's just not true. Police are being asked to make split second decisions. And if someone has a gun and has already fired at police and it's nighttime, they don't know that that person may have tossed the gun when they're running away. So we need to look closely at that. Uh, Gavin Newsom has launched a bunch of ads in Cal- in uh, Florida trying to get them to move to California. And I'll just say um, this is not going to work because people like Florida. It's a uh, well-run state. Um, it's doing fine. It's got great weather. So it's interesting, though. He's running, folks. He thinks he's going to run. He's going to step in to be the, the uh, savior of the Democrat Party. When Biden finally admits that he's too old and can't run. But I think it's interesting that he Gavin Newsom wants to be the DeSantis of the Democrats. Clearly wants to be the lead governor who is the guy for his side. Problem is, California is a mess and it's falling apart and everyone knows it. It's the opposite of Florida. So it's great. I hope he does become the guy for the Democrats. So we can talk all talk about what's happened in San Francisco and Los Angeles and other places across what was a great and formerly Republican stronghold state of California. And then over the weekend, I was in Asheville. I just say uh, I'll, I'll spend more time on this this week. Um, it's it's a it's a hippie town. I get that. It's not really hippies. It's a leftist. It's a leftist town. Very, uh, very much Bernie, Bernie voters um, who you know like granola and going for walks on trails. And that's fine, by the way. They have some good food. A lot of nice stuff about it. I'm not hating on the city of Asheville at all. I thought Asheville was actually a really pleasant place for a visit. But I've I've never seen in months so many people wearing N95 masks indoors. Not not even cloth masks, mostly N95s. And there were stores where masks are required, required for entry. And I took photos. I always love this. I can never tell with the libs. They either yell that I'm lying and they don't require masks or in the same thread, they'll be saying, oh, masks keep us safe. So it's a good thing they're doing that. And, you know, people claiming to live in Asheville, we don't do that. We do that. And it's amazing. Well, which one is it, Libs? Can, can you at least figure out which side you're arguing? No, they can't because it's just, ah, hysteria all the time. Now, now they say, oh, it's just people want to be safe. OK, well, it doesn't keep them safe. Do they go to bars and restaurants and keep the mask on the whole time? If the answer is no, what they're doing is a joke. Uh, the answer is no, it's absurd. And then you look at the ch- the kids, the little children running around with N95s on now. It's child abuse. So I was just observing that this far-left enclave of Bernie voting denial-of-reality maniacs who happen to congregate mostly in downtown Asheville need to stop being crazy. That's all. I'm trying to help them. I want to free them. They need to stop being crazy. And there are also employees of these businesses, by the way, who are forced to wear masks. I assure you, not all of them want to wear an N95 all day. Now, it wasn't all the people on the streets. I'm not saying that. In the businesses, though, in Asheville, you had almost all businesses that I saw indoors, not including bars and restaurants, but stores, you know, places that were selling beads and wind chimes and all the stuff that they sell in Asheville, N95 masks on all the staff handing out masks at the door, saying masks preferred. That was most of the stores. Some said masks required. It's July of 2022, Libs. Get a clue. Read a book or a newspaper or both. All right, that's it for today, team. Talk to you tomorrow. Shields high. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. 
For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young children and builds specially adapted smart homes for catastrophically injured veterans as well as work to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He's never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades in arms, nor the efforts of first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud Foundation donor. Tunnel to Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the Foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that has historically delivered sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.